Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Zeus from the Shout It Out Loudcast, and you're listening to The Hook Rocks with Jay Scott, the ultimate rock community podcast. Happy New Year once again, everybody. This is Jay Scott, and this is The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Hope you're doing well. 2021 is just flying by. It is already January 4th. It's just incredibly crazy how fast it's going. And hopefully this year is better, and hopefully this year is an improvement at some point. Right now, it's a shitstorm. It's like a year shitstorm that we're in, and it's actually raining shit, so... Um, don't you know? I don't know if an umbrella is going to work with this with this storm. But anyway, I'd like to welcome back Chris Corradetti in what is our most dreaded episode we've ever recorded, and it's not dreaded because of the subject matter. It's dreaded because this was a lot of work. This was a lot of decisions had to go in to this podcast episode because we're picking the top twenty albums of. 2020. Wait, wait, wait. We're picking the top 20 albums 2020? I thought we were doing the top 20 Led Zeppelin cover songs. That will never happen on this show. (laughs) That will never, because I don't know know if there's 20 good covers for Led Zeppelin. I can only think of like two or three. And don't ever mention that again. 
Yes. <laughs> but a, yes, this was this was really hard. It was. This, this was really really hard. Yeah. Because despite a crappy year, it is actually a really really good year for music. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So I enjoyed putting this list together. Um, even though it was difficult, but there were a lot of difficult decisions that had to be made that I went to sleep like frustrated because I was like, man, like this is really difficult because there's so many albums out there that I love and have enjoyed over the past year. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when I kind of made my final list, I went, Oh crap. I can't leave that off. I yeah. can't leave that off. Yeah. I can't leave that off. Nobody wants to listen to us talk for four hours, though. So you got to cut some. Yeah, so this is going to be a two-parter. We did the top EPs on Monday, the top 10 EPs. We're going to do 20 through 11 today. And then on Friday, we're going to wrap it up and do 10 through 1. We're going to count down. However, before we begin with 20 through 11... We're going to give you the five that we both picked that didn't make it. So it's actually a top 25, but we're just going to kind of give you our mindset as, as to what we were thinking in the five that were close. There were a lot of albums that were not picked. That doesn't mean that we think that they're bad albums. This is just what we've been enjoying. So with that being said, are you ready? Absolutely. All right, everybody. So here we go with the five that just missed our top 20 list. My number five on the 25 is Michael Grant and the Assassins, Always the Villain. Yeah. Yeah, good good stuff. That made my, my list in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah, it did make – I think it made both of our lists. So – yeah. Um, that was uh, a tough decision to leave out of the top 20, but it was just on the outside looking in. My number four for the five that just missed is Bad Touch, Kiss the Sky. Oh. Which you turned oh. me on to. It was one of the few bands that you did turn me on to this year, so I do really appreciate that, but that was a difficult one to leave off. Yeah. My third... Five that just missed it is Magnolia Bayou, Strange Place, which just missed my top 20. Great album by Southern Rockers from Mississippi, Magnolia Bayou. Um, my second, my number 22, if you will, that just missed the top 20, Neon Coven, Future Postponed. And rounding out the five that just missed is the self-titled Dirty Shirley album that was released in January. Ah, very familiar albums. Yes, yes. But, so what was yours? Tough, like, What's it? My, my, my top five, that, or my five that missed, uh, number five was Reptilian Overlord from the Casanovas, um, which made my list in the third quarter. Number four, I can't believe this didn't make it, but number four was Pressure from Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. Wow. I'm still kind of... Wow, yeah, really? Seriously. Okay. Yeah, I, the, the next three are the same way. Number three, again, I can't believe this didn't make it, but Lost Souls from Writer's Creed. Okay. Um, number two was one that I don't believe we've ever talked about on any episode. Uh, an album that I didn't like at first, but grew on me, grew on me, grew on me, and I love it. It's Northern Light from Jimmy Cornette and the Dead Men. Okay. 
Uh, and uh, my number 21, uh, if you will, was uh, Self-Made Man from Larkin Poe. And I'm really bummed that I pushed this just off of our top 20. But I, I, I just, I did. But that's such a great album. And Holy Ghost Fire is an awesome song. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You're a disappointment, Chris, because there's a few albums in there that <laughs> are phenomenal, phenomenal records. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, this just goes, we weren't originally going to do this. And then I was, you know, finalizing my list today. And I'm just like, you know what? There's some albums that were just on the outside that, you know what, maybe two weeks from now would it, would be in my tw- top 20. Because we really, sure. you and I have discussed this, you know, in length about how timing is really big for, yeah. you know, an album and music that you're listening to. So I didn't want to leave five out that I think at any given moment this past year they've been in my top 20 and could be you know on a different day or a different week yeah yeah no you're exactly right and and to prove how how hard this was um there were six albums that made my top five you know quarterly things that didn't make this list and thus that means there are six albums that we never spoke about that made my top 20 i mean that's it's tough when, you know, timing is everything, but also, you know, seasons too. And when you've got a chance to listen to stuff and it's going to be fun. Let's let's do it. It will be fun. So just to give you a quick recap for 2019, both of us had as a unanimous decision, the top album for 2019 was rival sons, feral roots. So that's something to keep in mind. Will we agree on the best album of this year where we have two different choices so we're going to count them down and we're going to have some that are the same and we're going to have some that are different so i hope you enjoy i know some people may be mad what about this album this album kicked ass blah 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 blah. i understand that however (laughs) this is our choice you can have yours you can post your top 20 albums top 10 albums top five whatever on the links to this episode once we're once these are posted. But um, I will say, and I can say this with confidence without knowing Chris's list and knowing mine, is there's a lot of new or recent artists and bands on our lists. Yeah, right? yeah, because, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's some great albums by, you know, legacy artists and, and artists that we all know and love, but there's also a lot of new artists that are great. So this goes to what we always say, new music does not suck. It's there to be enjoyed by you. And hopefully as a result of these episodes, you do take time to listen to some of the stuff that we've really enjoyed and that are in our top 20, along with the EPs too as well. So let's get started. Why don't, you know what? I'll start first on this batch, and then you start first on the 10 through through 1 when we do that. So. Sure. Can, can I say one thing before we continue, sure. before we start? Sure. That um, Gene Simmons, if you are listening, maybe take a chance and shut your mouth and listen to some of the albums we're talking about, and then you won't come off sounding like a dickhead when you say Rock is Dead. Again, he said it last weekend, and it really annoys the shit out of me. He so did. Gene, shut up. He did. He, I shut didn't know up he said and that. listen to these. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, I had to get that off. Just a tiny mini rant. I'll try to keep you off a rant this time. 
Well, I, I, I do I do know that that Gene does wait for our episodes to drop. Um, yeah, he does not go out until he hears a new episode from us. So maybe, maybe yeah. that's why he hasn't put anything out that's made our episodes, and that's why he's angry. Well, I think I know what he's saying. I don't want to assume anything, but I think when he says Rock is dead, Rock is dead as he knows it, as he knows with the big advances and you know all the the videos and the and all that stuff. I think that's. I mean. He has to know that there's some new great up and coming bands that are just kicking ass. He has to know that. So, yeah. with that being said, I had to look up that article because I did not see that. But yeah. I'm going to start off the episode or start off the countdown here with number 20. And okay. this is from a recommendation from our friend across the pond, Teresa, who posted a lot about this band when this album came out. And my number 20 of 2020 is the band South of Salem, and the album is Sinners Take All. All right. Good album. Very good album. Very, um, it, it is a metal album. I mean, it may, maybe borders on, you know, really hard rock, but it is basically a metal album. Very, very conscious of their image and how they portray and, and their imagery of, of the band and with the videos. So, um, I like it. I liked it a lot. It's grown on me since I first heard it. I liked it, you know, the first two singles initially, and this is an album that has just stuck with me for the last few months. Yeah, it, it's good. It's got that Godsmack Avenged Sevenfold kind of feel yeah. to it. Yeah, I do. I like love it. that song, Pretty Little Nightmare, and Demons Are Forever. Good. Yes. That's, that's a good pick. Good yeah. pick. All right, what do you got? So my number twenty um, is an album that didn't make any of my list. Uh, previously, but it's Kingdom of the Sun from Sammy Bowler, um, young kid out of Detroit, Michigan, uh, kind of guitar slinger guy. Um, he's got a great tone. It's 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 a clean tone, you know, like a Satriani or a Jason Becker. But kind of this album feels a little lighter, maybe a a, a touch more upbeat, a little simpler than say like a Satriani. Um, my favorite song is Cloak of Light and. Sun, then sunrise and sunset and and from for uh, uh what was the other one with my album oh for made men only uh re- really good stuff if you like jason becker joe satriani uh go out and, and and give this a listen good stuff very cool i will do definitely check it out i have not heard that so you know whenever you do bring some new stuff to the table i always do appreciate it um Moving on to my number 19, this is a band that um, I've, I really like, and it's very hooky. It's very reminiscent of the glam era of 80s rock. Um, very good band in terms of live. I've known people that have seen them on the Monsters of Rock cruise, and they rave about them. They did just lose their lead singer, so I'm interested to see how they move forward and if they're going to replace the singer or if, in fact, they're done. But at the beginning of the year, the band Heat released their follow-up to their debut called Heat 2, and it is a absolute phenomenal record. Um, it's It was one of my favorites when it first came out in the first quarter, yep. and I think I had it ranked fifth or fourth, but it's just grown on me ever since it's something that I listen to a lot and uh, I really, really do enjoy it. 
Victory and Rise is a great song. But that's a bummer. I I, I did not hear that they lost their lead singer. That's, yeah, that's total bummer. Total bummer. But who that's a shame. you know, we two great bands that, that we both like, Heat and Temperance Movement, both lost their their singers within like a four or five month period. I know at the end of two thousand nineteen, you know, the guy from Temperance Movement, uh, who was I was lucky enough to see live with Tyler Bryant left the band and I still don't know how they're going to move forward. They haven't made any announcements. If they have, I, I may have missed it, but now heat too as well. So both great bands, both singers have a very distinct voice. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they do it. Yeah. I've got an idea who could sing for them. Who's that? He sings on one, he sings on one of my album, one of the albums on my list, but we'll bring it up later. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. All right, what's number 19 for you? Well, uh, number 19 for me is a song, uh, song, an album that made one of your lists did not make one of mine, but thus it is here now, and that's shape-shifting from Joe Satriani. So nice. I'm starting my my top 20 list off with two gun, uh, guitar slingers. Um, what can you say? I mean, it's Satriani. So it's the same, but so very different. Um you know, whereas that the album that I just mentioned, the Sammy Bowler album, is a little more simplified. You know, this album has got it's a Satriani album. It's got much more layered sound. Uh, you, uh, I know that you really enjoy this album, so I don't. If you've got something to add, then you know, feel free. It's but it's great. My favorite song is Perfect Dust, and then 1980, and then All My Friends Are Here. Those are three classic Satriani sounding songs. Um, just an, an eminently enjoyable album. Great for. Great for driving, great for skiing. Yeah, absolutely. This is a great album, too, as well. It did not make my top 20, um, but it definitely is an album that I do love. And I had the pleasure of interviewing Joe Satriani earlier this year when the album came out. I think it was either April or May. And we had a great conversation, and he was um, just engaging and, you know, deep. just just deep, interesting guy. Um, yeah. So I really did appreciate that when he was on the uh, on the show and doing an episode here. But no, Shapeshifting is a really good album. It's a little different than previous albums and the way it was recorded. I think what they kind of did, you can hear the interview, but it was just, you know, the last two albums were recorded differently. Joe took a different approach, and you can hear about that and go listen to, you know, what, um, you know, what uh, he talks about and how the recording changed. But, uh, you know, he does have a, I believe, um, a kind of an Eddie Van Halen tribute called 1980, which yep. is very, you know, Eddie Van Halen-esque in, type of, in terms of the influence. So that's a great instrumental. There were two instrumental albums that I really did consider with, uh, with my list that, you know, did not make my top 20. And, you know, one of those was Joe Satriani and Shapeshifting. And, you know, the other was Reb Beach, A View from the Inside, which I had the pleasure of interviewing Reb as well. And he talked about the, you know, decade-long process of getting this album. The fact that the pandemic happened as, you know, was, was a reason for him to actually devote time to record the album. And both of those, if you're a guitar player and you want to hear great instrumental albums, Shape Shifting by Joe Satriani, which is on Chris's list, and also... I don't think it made either one of our lists, but it's still a great instrumental released by Frontier Records, Red Beach, A View from the Inside. The single, Aurora Borealis, is just absolutely beautiful. So go yeah, check those out. We, 
we, we aired when we did not bring up bring up that album in the fourth quarter. I know it didn't make our list, but yeah. uh, that's a really enjoyable album. It is. It is absolutely uh, pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, Reb does a great job. Um, and again, if you're into that kind of music. Or if you want some good music for the house, both albums I do recommend. I think they're both fun. They both have a, a lot of depth and layers in the way they're recorded in the music, and I think you'll enjoy both of them. All right. So what, what do you got for 18? So my 18th pick in 2020 is an album that did not make any of my lists. It's an album that you turned me on to. Um, we did talk about it, but it didn't make my top five. And that is Two Tales and the Dirty Truth of Love by Blackwater Conspiracy. I fucking love that album. Let me tell <laughs> I'm, you. I'm, I'm yeah. really happy you, you listen to it and you're like, oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, it, it is. I say this in, I think, the only way I can describe this album and the music that is on the record. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a stunning album in terms of writing in terms of arrangements um just in terms of everything it's a beautiful album it's very southern rock-esque it blackberry smoke comes to mind um i get a a lot of a tesla vibe to it as well um yeah but just an outstanding stunning album for 2020 blackwater conspiracy wonderful wonderful record I, I, you you hit the nail on the head. It's a it's a wonderful album. Maybe it'll show up on my list. <laughs> I'm thinking it will. I'm thinking it will at some point. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead uh, with your 18? So my 18, uh, oddly enough, is an album you turned me onto that did not make any of my lists. You turned me onto this album immediately after we re- we recorded our, our favorite albums from the first quarter. Um, and that's Sadler Vaden's Anybody Out There. Great album. Uh, it, it really is. It, it was one of my kind of late spring, early summer soundtrack albums, doing yard work, going for a drive. Um, I have a convertible, so I love taking music out and just going for a drive for an hour or two. And this is a great, great driving album. Um, it kind of, you know, lyrically, I think it kind of speaks to a lot of stuff that's going on in our world pre-COVID, pre-COVID. But uh, great lyrics, great vocals, and some good kind of rock and roll guitar work. Not, not a shredder, not a shredder, but just some good laced-in guitar work. Fun album. Um, there's a four-song string in there. Uh, anybody out there, Curtain Call, Modern Times, and just an awesome piece of harmony. There's that four song string. If, if, if you want to give this album a quick listen and listen to four, hit those four. Um, I think you'd be really happy with it. Yeah, I have enjoyed this album. It's very singer songwriter esque. You know, if you like, yeah. you know, stuff like Pete Yorn and Ryan Adams, um, Butch Walker, I think you'll enjoy this record. It's a, it's a wonderful record as well. I mean, yeah, very good. Didn't make my list. It was close. It was, you know, it's something that I have enjoyed this year, and I, I do want to have them on the show. I know we kind of had a brief exchange on Twitter, but um, 2021, I'll definitely get them on. Yeah, great. Just a really enjoyable album. Sing, a great singer songwriter album. That's that's a 
a great description. All right, moving on to 17. And it's the song by Winger. No. Um, <laughs> this is my, my head the rest of the night. <laughs> there you go. Um, this is another album that didn't make any of my list, but we talked about it. Uh, it is, in terms of if you compare it to like the Blackwater Conspiracy album, it's got a totally different vibe than the Blackwater Conspiracy. It's very progressive. It's very stoner-esque rock. And even though I hate that label, but that's how it's described. The arrangements are just a thing of beauty. I mean, just the music on um, this album is just incredible. And the album is called Nothing As The Ideal. And the band is All Them Witches. Just a great, great album. Yes. Yes. That's a really good pick. Yeah. Love it. Love the album. That's who I'm trying to think. Uh, I think I might have come across them on on Ann's uh, little radio show over the summer. But that that's good. That that's a great band. Yeah, totally, absolutely. I mean, you know, they're very. Um, gosh, who would I compare them to? Um, for those listening that that haven't heard them, um, gosh. It's a tough one too. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. I don't know. Just which go is, listen. Which yeah. is great. Yeah. Just go listen to it and tell me what you think. Anyone listening to this show, go listen to all them witches. Guarantee like I know the guy from I know our, our Rock Savages guys over there love love this album. Oh, that's right. They did talk about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Number 17 so, for you, which for those that don't know, is the number of, I think it's Chris Bryant's number, the third baseman on the Cubs, that used to be Mark Grace's number, the first baseman for the Chicago Cubs in the 80s and early 90s, but that's irrelevant to our conversation. So moving forward, I won't mention baseball anymore, but go ahead, Chris, with your number 17 pick. I, I do. I did love Mark Grace, second favorite baseball player of all time. That's neither here nor there. My number 17 pick is from an artist, um, that you recommended me to because before this album came out, uh, I knew of him and I knew of him more of his, of his producer work. I did not know him from his past bands and solo work, but it's American love story from Butch Walker. Another album that didn't make any of my lists, but yet I just kept finding myself listening to it more and more and more like in that kind of singer songwriter vein, you know, that kind of light rock pop with a lot of political, socioeconomic messaging on American culture kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely love the song, Fuck It, I Don't Like Love. That it's such, I don't know if it, if it lyrically, if it gets me lyrically or if it's just it's how catchy it is, but um, it, that's a song that will stick in my head for weeks at a time. Uh, really, really enjoy this album. So thank you for turning me on to uh, Butch. Good stuff. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about him today and the fact that you've never seen him live. And when we do get back to live shows, you have to go see him because I think you would have a blast because he's just incredibly awesome. And let this be motivation for you and anyone else 
to go listen to Butch's previous solo albums, whether it's Afraid of Ghosts, Sycamore Meadows, uh, I liked I liked you better when you had no heart. Uh, the Marvelous Three albums are absolutely fantastic. Butch Walker is an incredible performer, incredible songwriter. His body work is outstanding. I am I used to be frustrated that not a lot of people liked his music, but I love that not a lot of people like his music because I love seeing him him in small clubs. I love seeing him play songs that, you know, he doesn't have any hits, so he pretty much is able to play whatever he wants to play, and it's good goddamn stuff. It really is. It's so good. And if anyone listening, when we get back to concerts, if he comes to your town, go see him. It won't be a lot of money. You won't break the bank, but you will have an absolute blast because as I've seen other artists like Keith Urban or who's the singer from Train? Um, oh, uh, uh, Monaghan, right? Um, I can't think of his first name. But I can see him. Yeah. I can see him. <laughs> um, but, but they've all said that the love and passion he has for music as he performs is like no one else. And I'm telling you, go see him live. You won't regret it. He's he's one of the best in the biz. All right. All right. So we're here at number 16. Yeah. Um, another album that didn't make any of my lists in 2020, which is pretty much the theme throughout 20 through 11. Um, a lot of these songs we talked about and we discussed, but um, just were not in my top five. And again, as we said at the beginning of the episode, music is a lot about timing. What you don't like today or you maybe you like, but you're not in love with it, can change. Overnight can change in a week, in a month, whenever. So sometimes the more you spend with an album, the more time you spend and the more you absorb it, the more passionate you become about that album and this is definitely one of them i love this album i get the same feeling with this record whenever i listen to it very similar to blackwater conspiracy and that is the black moods and sunshine oh that's a great pick jay (laughs) am i surprising you with some of my picks (laughs) no no it's that's a fucking great album that yeah. I wish more people knew about. So I'm right. happy that it's on your list. Yeah. I mean, you know, every, you know, I think that might've been one that you also referred me to as well. Um, I think so. Yeah. Black moods. I know you did Blackwater conspiracy and I think you also referred I'm on me top to, of all the, the, the bands with black in the name, apparently yes. I got them all. <laughs> and then there was bad touch too. I think there should be, you know, from as of January 1st, um, it's international law now that forbids anyone from any new band from having the word black in their band name till at least 2027. So yeah. we got to kind of chill out with the, I mean, <laughs> it, they're great names, you know, whether it's, you know, black moods or Blackwater conspiracy, black top mojo, black heart saints, blackbird sons, what? Black Paisley, Black Palms, Black Swan, Blackberry Smoke, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blackstone Cherry, Black Cup Mojo. Stop. Yes, yes. You know, so but it's it's Black it's Sabbath. Black 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 Smoke Trigger, you know? So mm. um Yeah. It's great, but uh yeah. 
you know, there's other colors out on the spectrum that you can choose. <laughs> so I know, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. White berry smoke. <laughs> yeah. I know maybe Blueberry smoke. <laughs> red moods maybe doesn't really sound, doesn't really as catchy, but nevertheless, what's your 16? My 16 is um, an album that we talked about in the fourth quarter. And it is, it was a surprise album. The second album that they had released uh, during 2020. And that is Tabasco and Sweet Tea from the Cadillac three. Just uh just a country rock funky fun time. Um, it, it, it's that red, red dirt kind of country mixed with rock and it, it, it's fun. That's how I would describe this album. It's fun. Just go into it with an open mind on a Friday night after work when you're staying in, not giving anyone COVID and not getting COVID. And you just pop this on and have a beer and relax and smile and laugh at the lyrics and have a fun time listening to it. Uh, check out uh, Sweet Southern Spirit. It's my favorite song on the title track. Uh, Tabasco and Sweet Tea is also good. And the last one, if you want to listen to a good song and laugh at the same time, listen to uh, Sabbath on Cornbread. Just fun, rocky, funky country stuff. I definitely need to check that out. Um, I've listened to maybe a few songs from the album. Um, I do like what I've heard. And uh, I do need to check out, you know, check it out more. They're they're very kind of, you know, country rock. Um, yeah, which is there's diff- a twang to it. There's yeah. definitely a twang yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know you like that album. They this is what their third album. Third, uh, I want to say their fourth or fifth. Okay, second this year. Um, this is another one that uh, that Terry Taylor uh, turned me on to. She turned me on to their first one. Um, which of course I, I can't think of at the moment. Uh, country fights, country fights. Um, again, it's, it's real catchy. It's, it's kind of that pop country thing that's really popular now, but boy, it, it works for me. It really, really works for me. Um, maybe it'll work for everyone out there. Maybe it won't. That's okay. But at least give it a try. Yeah. I mean, and that's really the, the essence of doing these shows where we talk about the albums where, you know, we do listen to a lot of new music. So, you know, when someone tells us, you know, this album by this band is great, and it very well could be great. I'm not disputing that. We're not going to argue that. However, right. you you know, for anyone listening saying, well, where's this album? Where's that album? Well, why don't you listen to all these albums and then tell me if you agree or disagree with us? You know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of great new music. There's a lot of great new bands and artists these albums are great. These albums, in our opinion, are better than some of the stuff that's been released out there, you know, by, by existing bands or by well-known bands. And again, it's not saying those albums are bad. It's just saying, hey, we've kept an open mind. We listen to all this new stuff. You should too, because I think you'd enjoy some of the stuff that we talked about. So, And you, you obviously enjoy some of the stuff we talked about because you're listening right now. Yeah. So with that said... If you listen to the Cadillac Three one song and you don't like it, shoot me a, 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 a tweet and say, "Hey, Cadillac Three sucks. I think this album's better. I promise you, I'll give it a listen. I promise you, I will." Yeah, I mean, let's let's do that. I mean, that's what that's what being a music lover and being mu- being around music fans and music sites is all about. You know, I mean, remember when we were kids in the cafeteria during lunch or before school or after school? How we used to trade tapes with bands on there that we were listening to, and then 
We would go buy it if we liked it. This is the same thing. So let's not lose that energy and lose that motivation to keep listening to new music. I mean, heck, we did it for years. We could keep, we could still keep doing it. What else you got to do? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a pandemic. Best time to listen to new music. So right. So moving right, on. So what, to yeah. What do you got for fifteen? Number fifteen is an album that I just freaking love, and I still love it. It just really just man, it's just it's a kick-ass record. Um, I've had the pleasure of having this artist on the show twice and just absolutely love it. Um, the first time I actually heard his music was late at night on YouTube. I started listening to This Is Rock and Roll. Um, and I must have listened to it for like two hours straight. Just kept repeating it and repeating it. And then we started talking on DM via Twitter came on the show and the album is this is rock and roll and the artist is christian shields so go check it out it's very acdc-esque it's got a lot of kiss influence to it um there's a song on there that kind of pays a tribute to aldo nova uh that's uh not this time that was yeah is that the one yeah. yeah yeah and uh you'll you'll i'm telling you you'll love this record i i wish What's really disappointing about this is, you know, he's got a lot of energy and he's got a lot of enthusiasm. And I know he wanted to get on the road this year and promote the shit out of it just like everybody else did. And, of course, right. things had to be paused. And I just hope that uh, we're able to see him here in Chicago and other places for other people to see him in the not-too-distant future. That's a fun, fun kind of, you know, 86 to 92 era MTV rock kind of album. Like if, if you like that, that era of rock, you throw this on, you're going to enjoy it. That's yeah. a good pick. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. All right. So my 15 is another album that I didn't have on any of my lists or, or on the list when, when it was released. Uh, it's an album you I know you are a big fan of, and the more I listened to it, it, it kept gaining speed, uh, steam, I'm sorry, gaining steam in my mind. Um, and that's Youth of Descent from 1,000 Mods. I love Excellent these guys. Album. I love these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, to me, and, and feel free to, to argue this or, or, or to give me what you think on this, but this album to me is kind of like, a little bit of stoner rock meets alternative meets grunge. Um, it's it's a deep album. You, I mean, you can hear the struggle in the lyrics, but at the same time, it's really energetic. Uh, it, it it it's great. I don't I don't know if you agree with that stoner rock alternative grunge kind of kind of label, but that's no, kind of how it comes off to me. I do, and you know, I, I had a the pleasure of of interviewing Labros G from the band. That was the intention of this album. They did use Matt Bayless to record and produce the record uh, in Seattle. Um, you know, and he's done Soundgarden. He's done Pearl Jam. Uh, so he does, I mean, he this is his kind of wheelhouse. So that's what they wanted to do. They actually recorded this outside of Seattle. So this was the intent to be a little bit more grungy. They were previous to this, a little bit more doom, a little bit more stoner rock. Um, again, I hate that label, but that's just where they are. 
their other albums are have shown growth in every album, whether it's you know uh, Vultures, whether it's you know the other albums that they have. Um, just uh, you know, just a just a band that uh, just continues to grow as an artist or artist, and just love it. Um, again, it's funny. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, again, you know, this is another band that I was really hoping to see in 2020. I know they were going to do like a one month or two month stint of the U.S. here. They absolutely loved it the last time they came. So hopefully, again, in the not so distant future, we're able to go enjoy this band. But this may be on my list uh, coming up pretty soon. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Uh, with that said, I, my favorite song, ironically enough, is the song that if none of you have listened to this album, you know. Uh, because Jay plays it on his podcast a lot. It's less is more. I, that song encompasses the stoner rock meets alternative meets grunge kind of thing. It is a fantastic song, and you are cool enough to play it on your outro to a lot of your podcasts. Yeah, um, just love that song too. I mean, the album is got a lot of social commentary, very similar to the Butch Walker album that you mentioned, American Love Story. Yep, but again, yep. you know, Super Van Vacation. Um, is a great album by them. Uh, Vultures is a great album by them, and so is Repeated Exposure too. You'll I definitely if you like Sabbath, and you do like a Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, you'll like this band. You'll definitely like this band. Good, good stuff. All right, moving on to number fourteen. Um, this is an album that didn't make any of my list, but. Um, after you talked about it in length, I definitely checked it out. I love a band when they fuse rock, hard rock, and blues together seamlessly. And I really get it. I really love it because it's it's difficult to be a hard rock band and have those elements of blues and do it right. There's a lot of bands that have tried and it just doesn't sound good or it's kind of misplaced and kind of their their recordings and in their in their arrangement but the album by gorilla riot peach is an absolutely phenomenal album um spent a lot of time with it over the last few months with of course your recommendation and your discussions on it it's a great great record love it um they're from the uk the uk music scene right now is absolutely exploding as it is here in the united states as it is all over the world you know one of the Things that I believe, and it was mentioned by Chris Lane from the band Station when he was on, is the new music scene is global. It's all over the place. It's all over the world. And that truly is a, no truer words can be said about what's going on in music. So whether it's 1,000 Mods from Greece, or whether it's Gorilla Riot from the UK, or Christian Shields from Austin, or all these other bands that we've talked about, timeless, you know, time and time again on these episodes you got to check out gorilla riot and the album peach it's a phenomenal phenomenal record it's a masterpiece might 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 show up later <laughs> i figured i figured you know you know again you know it's 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 i got inspired to reach out to them for an interview because of what you said and when I was preparing for the interview, I, I, I started to listen to them, and I'm like, wow, this is this is a really, really good album, mm-hmm. you know? And, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's so true. We, we keep, you know, you know, beating this dead horse, but uh, 
music is so much about timings. What you like today, maybe you'll love even more. What you don't know of today, you'll be a complete fan of. So, you know, that's why when someone says an absolute statement like new music sucks, that's such a shitty way to talk about the genre of music. You know, new rock sucks because new rock and roll has given you so much in terms of memories, in terms of joy, and to just shit all over it because maybe you heard one or two bands that didn't resonate with you, you know, whether it was Nickelback or whomever, you know, you don't want anything to do with it, which is crap. You know, you have to keep listening to it. You know, the, the fire, which is rock and roll, if you don't keep adding logs to the fire, the fire dies, Okay. The fire gets put out because you don't have enough wood to keep it going. It's the same thing with being a rock and roll fan. If you don't keep putting the logs of rock and roll in your fire, right, in your wheelhouse, the fire is going to die. And maybe it's died for some of you that are out there. Maybe you're happy with just hearing, you know, the, the same rotation of ACDC songs or the same rotation of Led Zeppelin songs. And I love those bands. But... You know, there's nothing wrong with checking some stuff out. You're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. You may like something. Nothing pisses me off more is when I have someone tell me, oh, the Rival Sons are great. They're a great new band. Man, I wish I would have been listening to them before. Yeah, exactly. They've been around for 12 years. You just wasted all that time because you refused to listen to new music until by accident, more than likely, you checked out a song by Rival Sons and you fell in love with them. Don't let that happen again. So, yeah, you know, please, yeah. please listen to new music. Yeah, instead of listening to um, uh, Rush for the 1700th time, go put on Lost Souls from Writer's Creed and, and give it a spin, you know? I mean... And again, you know, don't just judge it on the first time that you're listening to it. Sit with it for a while. Give it a chance. I don't make a judgment on an album until I listen to it at least three times all the way through. I don't make yeah. any opinion on something until I listen to it all the way through three times. So yeah, that's what I, I to, to give you a perfect example, Terry Taylor recommended that Jimmy Cornett in the Dead Men. Uh, to me in the spring and I listened to it probably three or four times and it just didn't work for me. I literally wrote in my spreadsheet, I don't like this at all, but you know, I just, you, you kept listening and one day it just, it, it caught, you know? And I was like, I don't know what I was thinking, man, this, this works. And I listened to it a lot over the summer and that's why it was what my number 22. I mean, it, it went from, I don't like this at all to, Holy crap! I can't believe I'm leaving this out of my top twenty. You know, it's yeah. it's timing, like you were saying, like you've said several times. Timing, timing is everything. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what was your number fourteen? Okay, so my number fourteen was um, an album that made both of our lists in the first quarter, and that was the self-titled album from our friends George Lynch and Dino Julusic, the Dirty Shirley album. Just eminently enjoyable high-end hard rock with high-end vocals and obviously the great guitar work of George Lynch. Uh, so with that said, you know, if he's looking for another singer, and, and I mean, I know Dino's got a lot of stuff going on, but God, he'd fit really well, wouldn't he, with, with the Heat guys? That would, he would. That, that would work. Yeah. Definitely would. <laughs> I, know he, um, I know he's got a lot of stuff going on, but um, 
and it, it's all Frontiers, right? I mean, this this Dirty Shirley. Hold on, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah Dirty Shirley is Frontiers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Heat's Frontiers. Just saying, guys. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, mean, uh, I like Dino. Um, Dino is very. He's like a mixture of David Coverdale meets Ronnie James Dio. Um, so see, I and that's funny you say that. I think of him as a Ronnie James Dio meets Miles Kennedy. So yeah, can't it's, go wrong with either, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, so not at all. He's a tremendously talented vocalist. I know he's also part of Trans Siberian Orchestra. Um, right. Right. I don't. I'm not trying to remember if he has any other projects too as well. But yeah, I mean, this really kind of put him on the map with a lot of rock fans because of the connection with George Lynch. Um, so I'm very happy that people are recognizing him. He's a fantastic vocalist, an awesome vocalist. Yeah. You know, again, you yeah. know, it didn't make my top 20. It was part of the five that just missed. But, yeah, yep. this is a great, yep. great record. Speaking of Lynch, though, um, you know, I had some health problems in the middle of December, and I kind of missed a bunch of stuff. So the other night I was online and – I see Lynch has got an album with Jeff Pilsen that was just released like two weeks ago. That, what? Yeah. That I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, when the hell did this come out? You know? So I, again, I missed a lot cause I was, you know, I wasn't doing so good for kind of a couple weeks, but yeah, I need to check that out. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, cause Pilsen's great. And you know, obviously yeah. Lynch, I don't know who else plays on the album, but yeah, I, I, I at this point you don't you don't need to know it, it's George Lynch and Pilsen. Right, right. Yeah, right. It, it's gonna it it can't be bad. <laughs> right, right. We we hope that it can't be bad. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, okay, so what do you have at thirteen? Thirteen um, is an album that. Well, this band is made up of two people with with other musicians in the band too, as well, obviously, but. What's really kind of how I really gravitated towards this band was their their covers that they constantly post about on YouTube, and you know obviously we always want to hear the original version. There's always a handful or two or three of covers that are always better than the original, and I think of songs like "You Really Got Me," um, you know, I think of "Am I Evil" by Metallica. I would agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah, Metallica got that, yeah. Yeah, so, but covers, I can either give or take, right? But Larkin Poe does an amazing job with so many songs. Everything from, like, Pink to by Aerosmith to Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. You Oh, that it. was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good, and they do great harmonies, and they... Yeah. And they have fun. You could tell they have a joy in doing this. So Self-Made Man, which is their 2020 release, is it is an incredible record. And it didn't make any of my list. It was one of those that came out at the end of one of the quarters. So I really didn't get a chance to really listen to it. But it yeah. is a phenomenal record. Um, absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, just always, I know they just released the covers EP, I think. Um, really good. Yeah, yeah, they do a phenomenal job. If you if you're a big YouTube fan like I am, go subscribe to their channel. When they post their covers, I guarantee you you'll absolutely love it. Absolutely. This is um, something, man. Is again, it came in at you know 21 per se, uh, and, and 
Holy Ghost Fire is a top 10 song of 2020 for me. I love this album. Those those two are immensely talented. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So check it out. I mean, it's very bluesy. Um, it's got a little bit, and some songs are a little maybe country rock too as well, but blues is basically their, their base, their, their, their formula. Um, and just, you know, just phenomenal. I know Tyler Bryant plays on the, on the album too as well. Um, but you think he has an in with them? Yeah. I, I, he might be married to one of the sisters. So that's the rumor. Um, you know, so, so, you know, We'll go with that. But, yeah, it just yeah. one of my favorite albums of 2020. Um, just, yeah, I just love listening to it. This was It was really hard, literally, until about a half an hour before we spoke. I was going back and forth between this and the Sammy Bowler album, and I kept thinking, like, how am I leaving Larkin Poe off of this? How am I leaving this album off my list? And so, I did, because I'm a jackass. So you were working on your list, like, 20 minutes before the show started as well on that last spot. I'm not, I'm not lying. That last, I was doing the same thing. I was doing the same thing. Like I had all my top 20 and that's when I'm like, dude, we got to do a top 25. Cause I, I'm like, there's so much, you know, stuff here. And then I'm like trying to get the correct order. And like, even now as I'm looking at my list and I'm like, do I really want to rank that one there and this and that? So, so, well, and I knew, I, I knew I was like, there's, we've got to talk about more. I was like, Jay's going to give me a few extra spots. Like we got to, we got to, I've got some honorable mentions. He's got to give me some honorable mentions. And then when I made my list and I went, Holy shit, I've got Larkin Poe, writers Creed and Tyler Bryan in my honorable mentions. What the heck? And, and you know, at some point you just gotta, you gotta come to peace with your decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, like we talked about, this was such a difficult thing to do and not like, you know, like we hated doing it. We loved doing this stuff. But, you know, when you're talking about so many great albums in one year yeah. and, 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 you know, we know next year is going to be, Oh my God, like, how are we going to do this? Cause there's so much stuff. I'm not, I'm not doing a top 40 next year. Jack. I'm not doing it, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it's just, yeah, I don't know how we do it, but anyway, so, so what, uh, my, my 13, is that where we're at? Yeah. Okay. So my 13 is another album from the fourth quarter, um, that I had, uh, and we're going to stay in the blues realm that you brought up before I could poke and that's royalty by Joe Bonamassa. Uh, I absolutely love this album. I love all the tracks on this, all, all but one. I love all but one. Um, it has a top five song for 2020 for me and that's a conversation with Alice uh, the first time I heard the song it it, it just struck me it, it's a fun boozy classic rock ripper and then um, you get a little bit of everything on this I think I said that on, on our last episode you get some blues um, you kind of get some honky tonk and you get a little bit of swing in one of the songs but uh, you know it's 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 everything you expect from Joe, Von, Joe Bonamassa. But uh, honestly, one thing that I didn't mention last time is uh, I think his vocals are really good on this album. And I, I know Joe's not known for his vocals, but I thought he did really well vocally on this album. Um, so if you, if you haven't checked this out, uh, check it out. And, and as I learned the hard way through a awesome 
Twitter follower who I cannot remember. If you listen to it and you like it, go buy it at Target because you get the bonus track. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I remembered who told me that. So whoever you are out there, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do remember that because you had like both copies. You know, this I is, did, the, yeah. You know, I, I love Bonamassa. Um, love them in Black Country Communion. Love the solo oh. stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't spent a lot of time with this album, um, in in you know because there's so much to listen to. I know at some point I will, and I do have a feeling at some point I'll be like, oh, it should have made my top twenty, but I just haven't been able to sit with it and absorb it as much as I want to. Uh, I know your pain, man. There's a lot of music yeah, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all right, so number twelve for me was an album that we just talked about a few moments ago. Uh, one of my favorite new bands. Love this album. Again, this very well could have been in my top ten, but um, again, it's just, you know the decisions were just difficult. And that is "Youth of Descent" by One Thousand Mods. Um, Pretty good album. <laughs> yeah, just a fantastic album. Again, you know, just to reiterate what we talked about before, I love it when a band grows as they record new music. I love that. I love when a band does that. It's so, you know, because, you know, it's easy to stick to a formula. It's easy to stick to what you know and what people like, but they don't do that. I mean, you look at their first album and their second album, the songs were much longer. Now the songs are, are a lot shorter, you know, more, more hooks. I love their writing, you know, to the social commentary on this. They're growing as writers too as well. I love it when I watch a band just grow before my eyes. As I'm a fan, I just love that, you know, because it makes it interesting. It keeps it interesting. And I like interesting, right? I mean, you can only listen to so many, you know, things that sound the same over and over again. I know we talk about ACDC. Maybe that's the one exception, but... ACDC and Satriani. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but, you, you know, it's just, like I said, if you like... Black Sabbath, if you like stuff like Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, I yep. think you'll like this album. I really do. It's it's just a great, great album. They're from Greece. And also, too, there's also a documentary that a friend just sent me, too, as well, about the rising music scene in Greece, which I need to check out because the trailer looks awesome. But, um, yeah. You so need I, to share that. <laughs> yeah, I will send that to you. I've been meaning to send that to you, so I'll send you the link of the trailer. But it looks totally badass. Um, you know, who'd have thought that you know in this day and age that Greece would have a thriving metal hard rock scene? I think that's so awesome. So that is that is very cool. Yeah, number twelve. You know, one thousand mods, Youth of Descent. What's your choice? My choice is um, an awesome album. It's an album that some people might have in their honorable mentions, but that's just because they have bad taste in music. Um, mine is Strange Place from Magnolia Bayou. Um, <laughs> did, you just, did you just dig at me, dude? I think I threw one at you, yeah. Dude, um, hold on, hold on. You have Tyler Bryant, hold on. You have Tyler Bryant, Larkin Poe, and... And Writer's Creed. Writer's Creed in, in the five that missed it, and you're giving me shit? About <laughs> seriously, give me a break. Because uh, that's how awesome these bluesy southern rockers are. I agree. Uh, I agree. It's a great that, album. This was the album that I was listening to you as you were calling me to, to, to record this. Um, I was listening to the Allison Chainsy from the other side. Um, I, I don't know what more we can say. I know we both have talked about this. 
at length. Um, it's, it's great Southern rock with a lot of blues. There's a lot of funk and jazz and soul in it. Um, there's great covers. There's great originals. There's an acoustic tune. There's these guys. I'm really excited for what these guys have to offer in the future. This is a band that I would love to see live. And with that said, I know you've had Magnolia Bayou on. So Magnolia Bayou, guys, when we get back to concerts, uh, if you make it to Denver, I want to hear all your original stuff, but please, if you make it to Denver, if you could throw your cover of Nutshell in the set list, beers are on me. Beers are on me because your cover of that song is fabulous. Make sure you hit all the originals from this album because they're awesome, but Nutshell, your yeah. cover of Nutshell is fantastic. Well, he's just throwing it on the table. Ladies and gentlemen, so not for any of you. I'm not buying beers for any of you other motherfuckers, but I won't buy beers for the band. <laughs> no, it is a great album, and you know, again, you know, happy to be exposed to these guys. Um, wasn't too familiar with them, and uh, was able to connect with them through their management company, and had them on, and it was it was great, and I just love their music, and can't wait for more. And you know, I know they're raring to go; they're all set and ready. So hopefully, because I know there's a connection with them, with Bishop Gunn, who is one of my favorite bands uh, from Mississippi yeah. that has taken a hiatus slash broken up. No one kind of knows what the future is for those guys. You can kind of assume maybe they're done. But if they ever do get back together and they want to tour, if they tour with Magnolia Bayou, holy shit, that would be a great tour. Yeah. This is... um. This is another one of those bands that uh, you turned me on to, but it was one of those where you sent me a message and you said, I've got a band that I know you're going to love. And I went, well, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, and you sent it to me and I listened to it and I was like, I, I think I listened. I, I don't remember what you sent me. Did you send it me was... Hurricane or Tupelo or Sweet Magnolia? Tupelo. It was Tupelo. Me... It was Tupelo. Yeah. And I listened to it like 10 straight times. And I believe my response to you was, Holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> I love when that happens, right? I love like yeah. when you hear a song and you're like, I need to hear that again. And then you get done with it, yeah. I need to hear that again. And then like yep. and then you like look up, it's like two hours later, and you're like, I've yeah. just been listening to the same song for the last two yeah. hours. I love that. Well, I, mean, I love that. And that's where we're getting to on our list, right? I mean, we're down to like twelve and eleven, like songs where or albums where you look at it and you're like, I can't live leave this off my top ten. Yeah. But you have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, which so leads where us, are you at 11? Number 11. Um, my son thinks this is the best album of 2020. Uh, and it is a great album. This did not make any of my list as well, but it was something that I did mention. And that is the self-titled album by Crownlands. Um, uh, yeah. Just a great record. Uh, we talked about them on the EP episode that just came yep. out a couple of days ago, it you know I, I did make a mention of their Zeppelin uh, influence. I did make mention you know they kind of have also kind of like a bluegrass influence too as well. Very unique style. Um, singer has a I phenomenal. Find them, I find them Greta Van Fleet meets Wolf Mother. Yeah, that's a good combination. I, I don't. I don't know yeah. if you. I don't know if that that jives with how you view them, but that's how I kind of feel about. Well, it. I, I did mention that I do believe that there are elements of Zeppelin three and physical graffiti in their in, in their style, <laughs> and I and I'll stand by it. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of 
folksy stuff in their songs, and you hear a lot of, I mean, you know, the guy's vocals is just absolutely incredible. So, yeah, um, yep. I love this band. I think they're from Canada. I want to say, um, mm-hmm. look up the the song "End of the Road." I, I believe it is, and it is about the Highway of Tears. It's a lot of deep meaning to it. It's about, and it's about four hundred and fifty miles stretch of road that goes between Prince George and Prince Rupert in British Columbia. And from as the story goes, um, this highway of tears, this road that goes between these two areas has been responsible for over 40 victims that have either gone missing as teenagers or have been murdered along this stretch of road. And it's a very interesting story. So check that out. It's it's a it's a unique song. It's very cool. Um, Crownlands is just a great band. You know, one of those bands. You know, how I discovered them was Joyous Wolf posted a uh, playlist on Spotify, and they posted Crownlands, and I started listening to them. So check them out when you get a chance. I know you guys will, will like it. Most of you will like it. Um, and let me know what you think. Send me a DM as well. Yeah, Howlin' Back and Forest Song, two awesome songs up that album. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, what's your what's your number eleven? <laughs> My number eleven is another one of those that I can't believe is outside the top ten. I I cannot believe it is. Uh, it's an album that we have spent a, a fair amount of time talking about this year, and in, in I believe several episodes. Oh, I know Terry Taylor is going to be mad that uh, it's outside my top 10, but it's sorry, Terry, but it's point oh. of no return from those damn crows. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. How do you, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, again, I have to hear, and- I have to hear your top 10 because you're leaving this out of your top 10. Riders Creed, Larkin Poe, and Tyler Bryant don't even make your top 20. I know. What the fuck is in your top 10? I, I really can't wait to hear good this. Really good music. <laughs> really good music. Holy cow. Uh, I, I know we, we've talked about this album a lot, but that's just because how good it is. I mean, it's, it's harmonies, it's riffs, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's energetic and up tempo despite, you know, for the better part of the album dealing with some pretty heavy subject matter, um, which, which is kind of a testament to them, um, both getting it out and, and make it eminently, uh, listenable, um, uh, who did it, set it in stone. And I, you know, the more I listen to this album, I really love never win. It's that, um, it's, it's, I've got the CD here. I don't know what song it is. Um, like song five or six, but it's a it, it's a piano led track and a little early shine down feel to it. Just a great rock album, another kick ass album from another kick ass band in the UK. I, yeah. I, I won't I won't say more because I have a feeling you'll be talking about it again soon. Oh, oh, definitely, oh, definitely. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I was able to make the right decisions on my album choices. <laughs> You are not, you know. I just think of that scene at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when they're trying to find the cup of Christ and the one guy grabs the wrong cup and he dies and the guy goes, you have chosen poorly. You know. Wait, that's you with Magnolia by you. 
No. Okay. I got. I got. You got four. You got four to my one. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I I have to take this and eat it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely. But which is it, as as we're looking forward, I'm realizing that I I pitched I pitched four of your top ten. Yeah. So. Or, so, or four of your top 15. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I'm still, I'm still in awe. Still in awe. But. So are we doing number 10 tonight? No. Are we doing it right now? No. We're going to hold off. We're going to hold off. We're going to hold off. Okay. So, so the next episode will be, well, hold on a second here. Yeah. 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 The next episode will be 10 through one. So, cause that'll okay. give us 10 albums. So yeah. You're missing me up here. Yeah, Absolutely. But no, it's 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 interesting because we we had a, a a fair amount of albums that didn't make our lists, and I know people who have listened to the four parts of our quarterly rankings were probably expecting us to just you know rank the ones we've already ranked, and we could have done that, um, but. As we said before, it, would, it wouldn't have been genuine. No, no, and and yeah. you know there were some albums like I think of Larkin Poe, for instance. I know that kind of came out the at the end of one of the, example. Yeah, at the end of yep. one of the quarters where I didn't really listen to it. I just listened to a few songs. Um, yep. What's another one? Gorilla Riot, another one that you recommended to me. I mean, when I started listening to Blackwater Conspiracy and the Black yeah. Moods, I was like, these are just beautiful albums like so well done so well done and you know just and, and terry you know recommending south of salem you know as well yep. that you know and and there were some albums that you know like magnolia bayou and like dirty shirley and michael grant neon coven which i like that album so much and bad touch um you know, those were just you left bad touch off. You are a bastard. Sir. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Robin the Hood's going to be really pissed at me about that. So he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, you know, send me something in the mail that I probably won't like. But, um, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, it, it's very difficult. And like, you know, you're like, well, where's this album? How come this album's not on these on these lists? And like we've both said, it's not to say those albums are bad it's just you know if you're listening to albums by artists that you've already know and you like those albums that's a great thing but if you're not listening to any if, if you're listening to this and you're like i've never heard that before i've never heard that before well i'm 45 chris you're what 46 yep i mean we listen to new music we're, we're music lovers we're music fans we're rock music fans and i can't imagine just being stagnant and not listening to anything new um i love my favorite bands i love zeppelin rush van halen acdc i love all those bands right and i still listen to them but i still need to have more logs in the fire you know i i i i I worry about missing out on something that's great when it comes to music, you know, whether, you know, like we, we used a rival sons example of how people are like, Oh, this is a great new band. Well, they, yeah, I guess they're new to you and that's great, but you just missed 10 years of joy because of your refusal to listen to new music. Think about that. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, think about the joy that, th- that their music could have given you. You could have gone and seen them live. You could have had a good time with their They blow you the doors off live, you know, and it's the same thing with stuff like joyous wolf or dirty honey or, you know, any of the bands that we mention constantly, 
um, whether it's on our Twitter feeds or whether it's on these shows. You know, I know, you know, I may mention a band over and over again on these episodes throughout the year. And there's a reason why I do that. It's because I want you, the listener, to check them out. And hopefully the more I talk about them, the more you're apt to go try them out and listen to them. I mean, that's the idea. This whole show that started a year and a half ago was to spotlight new music. And from the very first guest we had with Carl Spackler from Lachinga, you know, to now, I mean, it's, it's, it's what I want to do. I want to showcase new music. And, you know, I post stuff too as well. A lot of music sites, a lot of music, Twitter feeds, post music. That's great. We're all trying to get people to listen and enjoy Right. No yep. one's no one's yep. no one's breaking any bands on Twitter. No one's the Ed Sullivan of Twitter. We're all music fans and we all post this music for you to enjoy. OK, it's not a competition of who can post more or whatever. It's to get people to listen. And, you know, that's always been the goal of us. We have music commentary. We have great topics on this show, great content with great subject matters that people really do enjoy. We do interviews of artists that you all know, you know, George Lynch, Satriani, Red Beach, whoever it is, Glenn Hughes. But the passion is always in the new music. And, you know, if if one person or two or whoever checks out a band because of a show or because of me mentioning them or you mentioning them, because you, you like, are the man when it comes to new music. You got your spreadsheets and you got your, you know, all your stuff and you're posting stuff too as well. And your mail calls are great. So, <laughs> you know, there, I mean, Robin, the hood does the same thing. Christy yeah. Eagle posts some really great yeah. new stuff. And let me tell you something about Christy, you know, where she does Chris, bring, Christy is awesome. Yes. She brings great content to whatever we talk about. Cause she knows her shit, but she's also helping bands as well. I mean, you know, she's posting stuff, but she's also working behind the scenes with them. And, you know, to the extent I'll let her talk about if she's comfortable ever doing that. I don't want to, you know, talk about what she does. I'll let her do that because she she deserves, you know, the the recognition for that. And I know the bands that she's worked with are very thankful for her presence. But um, if you are a new band and you're listening to this, she is she's the one that you need to message if you need some help or if you need some guidance or some coaching because she can really do it all. She really does. Happy new year, Christy. <laughs> Happy new year. I mean, you know, and then there's, then there's, uh, you know, other, you know, like I mentioned Rob in the hood and I mentioned, you know, Terry, uh, from overseas who UK Anastella yep. does an absolute phenomenal job of showcasing bands from the UK and, and kicks ass. And does a great yeah. job. And, 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 yeah. she, and she really puts her heart and soul into it. She is a journalist, you know, like, like you know, we do this for fun, right? I don't have a journalism yep. background. I don't, you know, have that background. She has that background, you know, and, you know, she works very hard. And, you know, I know, you know, there's people that may, you know, thumb their, thumb their nose at her because, you know, this is her career, right she she shouldn't be doing this for free this is her career and you know she deserves anything she gets because she works hard she's always thinking about how to promote bands and how to make them look good and you know to to do the right thing by them and you know she's awesome she's she's doing a great job 
And I know I'm probably forgetting others. There's so many podcasts out there. I think Rock Matters podcast really showcases new music. Um, you know, Rock Savages does a great job. I'm, I know I'm forgetting. I'll mention them again on the next episode when we do the 10, 10 through 9 if I forgot anybody. But, you know, if you're looking for new music and to really, you know, find people that are just as passionate, um, those are some people you need to follow. So get to it. Go give them a listen. Go give them a, a follow, and, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And if you're if you're one of those people who, and I, and I know a few people like this, if, if you're one of those people who, who still listens to, not still, I don't, that sounds derogatory, but if, if you're one of those people who listens to Classic Rock Station, you know, like the next time, the next time you hear Chain, the Chain, like the second time in a day, you know, throw this podcast back on and write down some of the names of these bands and 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 throw on Magnolia Bayou instead of listening to Fleetwood Mac again, you know, or, or or throw on Blackwater Conspiracy instead of listening to, you know, Back in Black again, or you know, not the same kind of music, but just just try something again. You you don't need to hear Back in Black for the seventeen hundredth time. Mm-hmm. Just just give something a try one more time. It, it, or, you know, for the first time, it won't kill you. You can always go back to Back in Black. It'll be there for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope you enjoyed our first part of our top albums of 2020. I hope you give some of this a chance. I hope if you haven't listened to this stuff already, you are picking through your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever and giving some of this stuff a listen because it's really good. It's really good stuff. So... Thanks, Chris, for engaging in part one. Well, actually, part two, if you count the EP one. But we'll right, be back, right. you know, to finish this off. And thank you again for, you know, for doing this. I know this was a challenge for both of us. It was. It was. Happy to do it. Looking forward to the final ten when I show you that my musical taste is superior to yours. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, you know I, think, I think our top 10 is going to have a lot of similarities. Well, I don't know because, you know, I was, we, we were kind of like getting in the ring, you know, and kind of sparring with, with our choices. And you come out and you just gave me a wallop with Tyler Bryant, Riders Creed, yeah. and Larkin Poe. Like, it was almost the first, I was like stumbling, like, oh my God, what the hell is he doing? Like, holy shit. But hey, man, it's your list. You know, it's it's. I've got I've got a really good jab, man. <laughs> serious. I was like I was like stumbling, like oh my god, oh my god, like Tyler Bryant is not in your top twenty, but yeah. Um, well, you know, we all have our faults, so <laughs> we we will see on Friday. Yes. Yes. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. Look out for part two of the top albums of the year. We love your feedback. Post underneath the comment section on Twitter and Facebook. Send me a DM. Let me know what you think. It's all good. All this stuff is great. And uh, hope you enjoy if you're going to give it a listen. So once again, this is The Hook Rocks. I'm Jay Scott. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we will talk again soon. Thank you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.